I'm Annie Apple, and I'm here to invite you to come and listen to my new podcast series, Raising a Pro. It's the most intimate sports-related conversations you will hear. Each week, we explore the journeys of some of your favorite NFL players through the eyes of those that know them best. From Joe Burrow, DeAndre Hopkins, Miles Garrett, Ezekiel Elliott, Nick and Joey Boza, just to name a few. With exclusive insights and information, we leave no stone unturned. Subscribe now to Raising a Pro on your favorite podcast app. So it's going to be versus how's that? Yes, this Sunday is yet another Sunday in the history of Sundays where Sundays become not so important for me. My name is Rishi Kapoor. Kunal Shah is looking at me. Yeah, I'm very, like just, very terribly your, confused. Your, your opening line was uh, like a Rohit Sharma's <laughs> delivery. Or wait, like a Rohit Sharma. Rohit Sharma doesn't bore Ishan Sharma does. <laughs> Okay, that's how how much we love cricket, but it is going to be Mercedes versus cricket this Sunday. Well, you would have all already heard us talking about this Sunday. Uh, the World Cup final takes place. If India reaches a World Cup final, well, in our hearts and our hearts, we we hope it does, and all the best team India. But yes, what, yes, I hope they do, mm-hmm. and I also hope mm-hmm. that Star Sports don't trouble us this time again <laughs> because the last time. Indian fans were really troubled when it came to the Australian Grand Prix. We had just one out of the eight channels showing it and qualifying wasn't even shown. Please make sure that Star Sports, you're fair to Formula 1 as well as cricket fans. Because there are a lot of Formula 1 fans in India, Rishi. Yes. So, one is you. Second one is me. And that's it. (laughs) (laughs) Alright, but yes, this has happened in in, in the history of... uh, um, the Grand Prix before where it was the Malaysian Grand Prix. I clearly remember it was India versus Australia, a World Cup final. This was, I guess, about eight years back. But um, I have no idea. <laughs> yes, I, I, I do vaguely remember eight to 12 years back. I do remember. You're old, Rishi Kapoor. I am very old. <laughs> I'm so old. The only thing older than me is Bernie. <laughs> and he's also richer than me. Sorry, I forgot to mention that. <laughs> Alright, I'm going to come back to Cricket versus Mercedes. All the best team India. Uh, all the best to team Mercedes because Indian cricket is the only competition they're going to have this weekend. Because otherwise, I don't see any reason for the Malaysian Grand Prix to be watched. After the Australian Grand Prix was well, well, it was not, not so well. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? How many how many fans do you think in Pakistan and Bangladesh, the other World Cup playing nations, watch Formula One. Do you think there are a handful? I haven't heard from any from in Pakistan. I'm sure the prettiest women out there don't give a damn of what V6 and V8s are. They of course give a damn about <laughs> nail polishes and, and probably mascara. You're getting stuff. sexist, Rishi Kapoor. No, I really like them. I want them to listen to me. <laughs> listen to us. So we should get L'Oreal to do advertisements on our podcast. Absolutely. Yeah, 15% off. <laughs> But let's move on. Fans are really bored, especially the ones in America. Yes. Saying, what are these guys talking about? What Who the hell is, is Sachin Tendulkar? What the hell is cricket? What's the bat? Who is Sachin Tendulkar? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm going to start with the lol moments that we usually do these days. But wait, wait, wait. Before you start to the lol moments, Rishi. Huh. You know, cricket has always overruled Formula 1 in India. Yes. But here's my message to them. Mm. All the cricket fans have to wait four years for their world championship of cricket to come. Uh And we Formula 1 fans 
have to wait four months. Boo! Hey, 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 hey. We won up, we won up. We don't need a final every race is a final. I'm going to come back to Formula 1 and the lol moments of Formula 1. We have a new section on our show these days. It's the lol moments. The Inside Line F1 podcast does have a little bit of the humor angle to, to the whole... Little bit? I, I don't know what's not so humorous about us, Rishi. I'm, I'm very upset. I'm, no, no, I'm really upset that <laughs> Bernie claims that Mercedes have an advantage in Formula 1 right now because they paid close attention. They were in touch with the FIA when the rules were written down and Renault and Ferrari were actually faffing around. So this is just... <laughs> I, I, I don't understand why Bernie has a point like that. But You know what? To be honest, we should just give credit where it's due. They worked really hard. Yes. Mercedes is the only team as of now... Mm-hmm. That has a Formula 1 spec engine and a team in operation. And we should applaud them. Woo! I'm feeling bad for two names over here. My first name is Ross Braun. The man who actually baked the cake. And now Nikki Lauda is eating it. Yes. And the second is Michael Schumacher. Can you imagine mm-hmm. that if Michael Schumacher had stayed on board and Mercedes would have persisted with him. Mm-hmm. Well, they were the ones that asked him to leave because Lewis was being made available. Mm-hmm. He would have been adding to his ninth world championship title this year. Can you imagine? Like the world would have gone even more mad. <laughs> I know some things are just too good to be true. Yes. What's not true though uh-huh. is Rubens Barrichello, <laughs> Michael Schumacher's Old slow buddy. team. <laughs> <laughs> Captain Slow. Yes. Has claimed that one of Michael's five world titles that were won at Ferrari uh-huh. should have actually been his. What do you say, Rishi? <laughs> That's hilarious, you know. That's that's hilarious. That's that's something that even David Coulthard and Mika Hakkinen have been saying <laughs> lately. <laughs> you know, you know all for letting uh, Michael through in Austria in 2002. See, my history is not all that bad after all. And you know, then Michael actually uh, uh, make made good with that when in Indianapolis yes. he led Barrichello through. Yes, I saw that photo finish as well. Woo! Yes. And they say there's no match fixing or race fixing in Formula One. See? <laughs> Rishi, you know, I wrote a post on Red Bull Racing. I thanked them. Mm-hmm. I wanted to be the first fan to thank them should they really decide to quit the sport. Mm-hmm. Everyone's a little surprised. I'm honestly not. Mm-hmm. And there was a very famous F1 journalist who I will not name because then it'll be like a personal banter against him. Mm-hmm. Who said that whiners should whine and racers should race. And that Ferrari has issued blank threats in the past. But, you know, I'm going to make one thing very clear out here. Mm-hmm. This is my reading as a sports marketer. Mm-hmm. That Ferrari uses only Formula 1 as its marketing tool in the world. Correct. Whereas Red Bull Racing, or Red Bull for that matter, mm-hmm. uses Red Bull Racing as one of the marketing tools. I know, they have the X Games, they have the soapbox races, they have the the, those, the, the airplane thingies. Yeah, they do. the air race. I think you and I should follow the air race and do podcasts for that as well, Rishi. What's it? I'm getting a feeling, you know, there's a good chance that, you know, we get to fly one of those planes because, you know, fatter people can't fit in that. (laughs) But, you know, one thing I'm not really, really pleased about. That is? Is that they have taken the bouquets Mm -hmm. and the trophies Mm -hmm. and the points and the money Mm -hmm. when they won the world championship with Renault. Four times. Yes. But when it comes to taking the blame or when it comes to sharing the blame or acknowledging that there is a problem, they're putting all the blame onto Renault. They're saying Renault is the reason. And they forced Renault into developing or rather bringing through development parts to Melbourne just to remain competitive. And we saw what happened. You know, this is, in my opinion, double standards. You know, when in Formula 1, they say you win as a team, you lose as a team. Suddenly... I don't believe that Red Bull are being very, very fair on Renault because Renault has done a good job in the past. 
Everybody knew what they were getting into. The rules remain the same for everyone. You make hay when the sun shines. That's how it is in Formula One. And the rules are the same for for everybody except Williams and Massa think that well, probably the engine is not the same for us. Yeah, it's so interesting. So Massa thinks engine is not the same. Uh-huh. Whereas Pat Simmons went on the record and said, no, 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 it's a part of the contract and we get the same engine as the Mercedes-Benz engine family as they call themselves. Yeah, so Massa goes ahead and says anything he wants to because he's a driver and he's Massa. And then the team principal has to come back saying, no, no, we've got to make good. We've got to keep Mercedes happy. At least we have another position on the podium. Yes, absolutely. And the next point, Rishi, is to keep fans happy. Williams has finally listened to our podcast. (laughs) You know the one where we did about 16 years back when we said Formula One needs to keep fans first. 16 years back? Yes, absolutely. Kunal, you're quite old. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. I just took to Formula One at a very early age. I'm the early adopters that Bernie said I'm not needed because I don't have enough money in my bank balance. So they all say. (laughs) (laughs) So they finally want a fan survey and a fan research to know what fans want from Formula 1. I think we're just going to get old talking about this all the time. (laughs) Alright, if you need two people to come and opine about it, yes, there's Kunal Shah and Rishi Kapoor who get together on the Inside Line F1 podcast. Must remind you some sad moments in Formula 1. We mourn the departure of the German Grand Prix. No! I really miss the Hockenheim old circuit. Oh God, for that Nürburgring hairpin. I would kill. I, I actually can drive on it now. Really? On my PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, the deal is, Hockenheim and, and the other and the other Grand Prix, the circuits in Germany have turned around and said, we cannot host the Grand Prix because we're not economically powerful enough. And last year, the grandstands were empty and that never happens at the yeah. German GP. Which is very strange. You know why? Mm-hmm. Because I have two points here. First is, I, I know you're very emotional about Hockenheim and Nürburgring, mm-hmm. but they're no longer the iconic circuits because there have been lots of changes that have happened. Correct. They're, yes, one of the traditional markets of Formula 1. But the surprising part here is Germany is one of the strongest economies in Europe. Yes. And they say they are unable to afford Formula 1. Means something is a problem here. These are the guys that actually make Mercedes, that actually make... They love cars. They love cars. Yeah, they have the Autobahns. Yes, 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 they do, they do, they do. They also have a lot of Grand Prix drivers representing the nation. There's yes. Baby Shumi in form of Vettel. There's Rosberg who's challenging for the for the for the world. Nico Hulkenberg. There's Nico Hulkenberg who's yeah. really talented in yes. my opinion. That's what fifteen percent of this year's grid. It's fantastic. Yeah, that's very strange. Mm-hmm. But what what's next, Rishi? Mm-hmm. Fun fact is, FIA has a valid reason for not having this race. Which is see from twenty they get the race, racing calendar down to nineteen. Which is one less race of seeing Mercedes dominate and win. <laughs> you mean if Mercedes dominated, more fans would drive away from the sport, you believe? <laughs> Very ironic. Nah? But what do you think is next? So, Italy will go. Of course, Belgium has come and gone. So, where are we going to end up racing in Azerbaijan? Probably and, Mauritius or someplace. Yeah, we'll, we'll probably even have a, a, a Formula 1 country of Antarctica, which nobody goes to. <laughs> I don't even know, Rishi, what the hell is going to happen. But you know what? Longest time... Mm. Formula 1 fans have been dying for a 20 or a 21 or 22 race calendar. Mm. But we always end up with 19, unfortunately. Yeah, that's a 1920 problem. <laughs> that's, that's a problem they always have. And for some reason, it's very strange. But they've always come back to a 19 number. Which somewhere I believe is good for the teams. Because they work their butt off to get the cars here, no, there and ready. You and I also work our butt off. And we have some 45 podcasts we did last year. I'm sorry, we should all have more races, Rishi Kapoor. Yes, and we should all have a little more compensation than what we get over here, which is actually zero. 
Well, we're coming up, coming back to some cheers and claps and whistles because Formula One is now on social media. Woo-hoo! Finally, after so many years of ignorance, after so many years of not learning from MotoGP, we still have uh, waited so long. But well, there I durusta, as they say in Hindi. Well, Bernie uh, Ecclestone approved using the at the rate F1 handle for social media promotions. I have no idea what convinced him, but you know what? I really wait for the day. When they will retweet a podcast of ours. He can still do it. Yeah, you're going to call him like he called me last time for the Russian Grand Prix Award. <laughs> no, no, all we do is play, pay him a few millions and there'll be one <laughs> one retweet from his handle. <laughs> which too will be a time-bound one. This retweet will remain for seven days out after which we'll un- unretweet it. This retweet will, <laughs> will destroy itself in five days. <laughs> ding, 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 ding. Alright, cheer moments for Malaysia. Something to look forward to. Alonso is coming back in a car. Whoa. That'll finish last. <laughs> well, I mean, well, in his press interviews, he said, oh, before the crash, I thought the steering was a bit heavy. I didn't feel alright. They need right. to put more steering oil, Rishi. That's what we yeah, usually yeah, do. Yeah, yeah, There's a guy called Faisal who does this right below my office. <laughs> but you know, his his return is not confirmed yet. He has one FIA test pending, which is on Thursday. Which is done with Botas. So, I believe Botas is confirmed, Rishi. Yes, Botas is confirmed. So, Botas is back is I'll be back. <laughs> if Alonso, if by any chance misses this race, he also misses a chance of being the, the most marketable Formula 1 driver, there's a possibility that Massa might beat him. Yeah, Massa needs a podium for that. And I don't think Williams are capable of getting a podium. Although with Bottas back, there's a higher chance now. Ah, yes, correct. Absolutely. Rosberg versus Vettel, I believe a dinner or a coffee is in position in, in the Mercedes garage or in the, in the driver's debrief. You know what will happen? Uh-huh. Rosberg will be having a monster energy drink in front of the former Red Bull racing driver while he has his notebook open and he's probably making notes. But guess what? I would love to be that in, be there in the garage. I know. I know. I, 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 I would, if I could understand German and I'm sure they're going to speak in Germany. I'll take my brother. He's half German anyway, that idiot. <laughs> I didn't know Hitler was your brother. <laughs> Anyway, I'm going to come back to the notebook point. Vettel is the old school driver. He's the, he has the old style. He likes the retro ways. He uses, you know, in, in the age of notepads and phones, etc. He uses a notebook, a diary of sorts and writes down everything that he notes and goes back to his engineer and says, Teacher, I've done my homework. <laughs> and, and, Very and, interesting. No wonder he wants those very thousand BHP thick tire engines and all that back and he doesn't like the futuristic formula. But the futuristic formula holds in place another Hamilton versus Rosberg. This time... Oh I'm, god, I'm bored talking about it. No, but at this time I'm getting a feeling that Rosberg might just win. I no, I have a feeling Hamilton's going to win every single race this year. He'll go down in the history as the most successful British driver ever. Having won 19 out of all the 19 races. Thank god there's no German Grand Prix and Korean <laughs> Grand Prix. No, but Rosberg, yes. Kunal and I have always thought that since they've stopped the whole driver coaching and the extra messages bit, Rosberg is suffering and how. Ferrari versus Williams versus Red Bull for third? Yeah, I, I hope so. I know Arirava Bain doesn't want to compete with Williams and Red Bull. Mm-hmm. And I really hope that they are somewhere ahead of them and taking the fight to Mercedes. But yeah, pretty much. Uh, it's it's anyone's guess, I guess. Okay, there's no there's no McLaren to compete with. So there's Sauber that is shining. But do you think, but do you think they'll still shine? I don't know. Maybe their pace in oh, Australia was a flash in the pan. Mm-hmm. Lotuses didn't do too well, etc. They seem to have a quick car. Mm-hmm. And then there is Philippe Nasser. Suddenly everyone wants 
him to perform again and everyone's very excited about having him in the cockpit but suddenly sabar thinks is too good to be practicing in a formula 1 car they put marcelo in who's like a ferrari prodigy and uh, felipe nasser is going to miss fp1 yeah you know when you said marcelo i could only remember the lamborghini murcielago <laughs> the murcielago <laughs> yes of course yes of course one of our fans actually uh, put light on some great things lucian who's a very regular on our podcast and usually keep commenting what he said thank is, you lucian thank you lucian thank you thank you so what he said is back in the day when there were only six point finishers points were celebrated more i remember kimi also got a, a point there goes the historian ah. see you the old man of formula 1 kimi raikkonen got uh, a debut point scoring grand prix at australia back when he was in sauber and when peter sauber discovered him and philippe nasser did the same but for some reason the kimi point was a lot more valuable yeah it seemed more of an achievement than it than it seems now mm-hmm. and like everyone keeps saying is formula 1 getting simpler in every possible way Yes, including putting out a Formula One podcast just because you're the social <laughs> media and the internet. Rishi, we we should think of that as well. <laughs> think of it, Pirelli are promising two pit stops in Formula One Woo! Malaysian Grand Prix. Thank you for that. Thank you for trying to make the race interesting. Yeah, well, you know, also Rishi, what happens is. because there are two pit stops mm-hmm. there will be more pressure on the teams to get the pit stops right they yes. really fumbled in australia they did and they did big time this is for teams that practice pit stops every single day they cannot make a mistake we won't be making the mistake of not following uh, the malaysian grand prix with you of not bringing everything almost live to you this is wishing all of you guys an interesting malaysian grand prix and wishing red bull racing all the best because they are getting the last year or probably last last year's car down to hyderabad i am very excited i think kunal we should pull 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 some strings call up some people at red bull tell them okay we're coming down actually you guys are flying us down <laughs> and you guys are putting us up in hotels and we're going to i shall make a few calls <laughs> mr rishi kapoor yes i get the hint <laughs> no but you know the deal is it's a great event this is second time dc is going to be in india and we will you met there. him the first time I, didn't I, you I you did, interviewed yeah. him the first yes, time as well banter wow. early ceiling rishi kapoor i didn't know you were very well accomplished in formula 1 interviews as well Yes, the, those are uh, one of those things that I do well. Besides uh, <laughs> burning dal and rice. <laughs> But yeah, so the event is on what day? Fifth of April. It's in Hyderabad, right? Yes, it's nine in, in the morning. Um, nine in the morning, early that yeah, morning. Yeah, even if you get an invite, I bet your Saturday night activities will not get you there on time, Rishi. You just said I'm old, so I sleep early. <laughs> <laughs> This is Yes no me. no no you're not signing no, out no. <laughs> what are your predictions man what my are your prediction predictions is my heart says rosberg is going to beat hamilton in qualifying oh tell me what matters sunday is a day of business my friend yes lewis will win oh dear lord yes and who do you think is third third is going to be kimi raikkonen wow i knew it's going to be a ferrari as well i really hope it's a good battle between bottas raikkonen and vettel and massa doesn't spin out on the first corner you know usually, <laughs> usually bad luck gets Absolutely. gets to him and uh, i hope to see carlos sainz junior do well really really glad to see him rise above max verstappen a highly publicized teammate of his mm-hmm. uh, love to see force india do well as well mm-hmm. and uh, yeah and yeah before we sign off rishi There's another listener of ours Akshay Gupta mm-hmm. who sent out a very interesting comment on Facebook. He Say. said, you know, you guys do very well with the Inside Line F1 podcast. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much Akshay. And he said, why don't you come and cover the Indian motorsporting events? What a brilliant idea. They should fly us down every single event and they should call us because well we're waiting and we're available and we're very good. <laughs> 
and we self-proclaimed. And we meet every, every single week on the Inside Line F1 podcast. This is Rishi Kapoor, Kunal Shah, both of us signing off. Yes, uh, wishing all the drivers all the best for the Malaysian Grand Prix and hope you give us an entertaining one. Fully covered means fully insulated. If you can see your rafters, you're losing heat and money. But with the Home Depot, it's easy to add blow-in insulation yourself in just a few hours. And you'll save up to 15% on heating and cooling costs for years to come. Winter temps are here, so are winter heating bills. Are you covered? Right now, get a free blow-in machine rental when you purchase 10 bags or more of select blow-in insulation. Only at the Home Depot. How doers get more done.